way we consume and share news today it is largely rooted in social media outlets the reason why we decided it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online unusual weather sightings uh, mobile app updates <laughs> marvel comics introducing seven current heroes just to get the conversation started uh, for our social media minute we're joined by yerika good morning good morning How's how are your, you i'm good how was your weekend yerika um, it was very relaxing. I didn't do anything. Ah, uh, sounds like the perfect I just weekend. watched a bunch of stuff on Netflix and that's it. <laughs> you know what? I think that's what weekends are designed for. Just relax. I don't know. Watch, binge watch yeah. whatever you need to. <laughs> Getting a bit of cabin fever though. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really been out much, but, uh, that's okay. All uh, of that can change starting tomorrow, so... <laughs> After the rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's jump into our first buzzword this morning. Now, convenience is probably the key buzzword here. I mean, first it was our, I believe, driver's licenses. And now travelers can apparently complete their customs declaration through the mobile app as well. That's right. Um, it's peak vacation season here uh, in South Korea. The number of outbound travelers to overseas destinations exceeded 1 million in the month of June. Uh, And although the latest wave of COVID cases is putting a damper on things, it doesn't look like the number of travelers going abroad is going to diminish drastically anytime soon. So a bit of a heads up for those looking to travel overseas this month. Starting today, first day of August, all travelers entering South Korea through Terminal 2 of Incheon International Airport and Kimpo International Airport will be able to clear customs using a mobile app. <laughs> it sounds yes, simple so enough. I know. Gone are the days of having to look for or borrow a pen to <laughs> fill out a paper form before disembarking. The Curry Customs Service has released a new customs declaration app for smartphones, Mm. super easy to use. Uh, The Smart Customs Entry Service simply scans a QR code, which is produced after inbound travelers complete their online customs declaration. Okay, I do wonder if there is more preparing to do beyond just downloading the app. What do travelers need to register on their apps? Yes, so travelers can take a photo of the first page of their passport and use that to register on the app. Now, the best part about this is that you only have to go through this process once. Uh, So from your second entry, you don't need to fill out any additional information that includes your flight number, the duration of your travel, your passport number, your address, phone number, you know, things like that. So do it once and you're done. So that's super easy. Okay, so I mean, it's less of a hassle for us, but I just yeah. memorized my, uh, what is it, passport number, so I feel robbed. Why did I even put in the effort <laughs> to exercise my brain muscles a little bit? Anyway, so the app yeah. is super convenient. It's easy in a sense that you get it done once and you don't have to go through the hassle all over again. I mean, right. you know, we always talk about closing the digital gap. This means if we help our, I don't know, the minors in the family or even those who may need help, like maybe the elderly members of the family, get it done once and it's good, right? Yep. 
Okay. Exactly. Now the app also helps travelers calculate the estimated duties payable for products that aren't exempt from customs. Mm. Travelers carrying products that exceed the duty-free limit have to go through a luggage check and uh, pay the amount owed. Mm. Travelers mm. can also use a smart customs entry service website to declare customs without having to install the app. Some people are a little bit weary of downloading too many things on their phones. So, <laughs> yeah. You do have options. It's a pilot yeah. Program, so it'll run for five months, it turns out, and then we'll see if if it picks up from there. That's right. So after five months, if everything works out well and they get good feedback, uh, the service is going to be expanded to Terminal 1 of Incheon International Airport as well. All right, there you have it. Uh, I alluded to some unusual weather sightings. It's becoming more common, and I think that's a frightening part. But for the record, I mean, this whirlwind phenomenon spotted on Jeju Island, it does really look cool in the videos I've seen. Yeah, because I, I look at something like this and I think immediately think, oh, America, you know, tornadoes <laughs> are more common yeah. in that part of the world. Yeah. So at around 7 15 p.m. on Saturday, just over the weekend, uh, something called a yongorum or a whirlwind phenomenon was observed off the coast of Seogipo mm. City in Jeju Island. Mm. Uh, this is a meteorological phenomenon similar to a tornado that occurs due to strong atmospheric instability. Mm. Now, the Korean name for the phenomenon yongorum literally oh. means dragon rising up to the sky. That's such a cool name. That is so Isn't much it? better than whirlwind, yongorum, yeah. a dragon <laughs> rising to the sky. <laughs> That's right. So according to the Jeju Regional Meteorological Administration, the latest yongorum appears to have occurred in the sea near Marado Island. Okay, so if you're curious, listeners, you can go onto social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and search for the hashtag Tejudo yongorum, as many people have already shared videos, photos, rather excitingly. Yes. Um, a, a lot of people said they were fascinated, mm. you know, seeing what they did because it just doesn't really happen that often mm. here in South Korea. So many people took photos and shared them, of course, on social media. Based on articles I've seen, it's like uh, around 20 or 21. So only a few dozens have been cited in the last few decades. So That's right. Exactly. It. Right. Yeah. So on Saturday, the fifth typhoon, Sunda, passed through the, the distant seas uh, south of uh, Jeju Island and headed to north of Shanghai in China. And the typhoon caused heavy rains up to close to 300 millimeters and really high waves off the coast of the island. Mm. Uh, I think uh, the, the advisories have been lifted as for now, but it rained a lot right here in Seoul just like an hour ago yeah. when I woke up. It's apparently going to rain today and tomorrow because the fifth typhoon of the season may have passed, but the sixth typhoon is headed yeah. northwards. And it, it doesn't directly impact us, it seems, until tomorrow mm -hmm. on Jeju Island. But yeah. it does make the atmosphere a little bit more unstable, which means lots of downpour in the capital region, That's too. Right. Mm -hmm. And on to our final buzzword of the day. This is ultra cool. Marvel Comics introducing seven Korean superheroes. Yeah, so they have introduced a new group of uh, superheroes consisting of seven South Koreans. Uh, Marvel <laughs> Comics introduced its plan for the group uh, Tiger Division is the name. <laughs> 
at uh, San Diego Comic-Con on July 22nd, which was held for four days. Um, the, the Comic-Con International is a, is a comic book convention that introduces news about comic-related books, characters, and movies. Uh, Marvel later released uh, the cover of Tiger Division on its website mm. as well as on Twitter. I know this is just a little tangent, but we got a little preview of Wakanda Forever, and I think that was all of the buzz at the San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, this is where you spot everyone in full gear, right? One of the biggest uh, comic-related events of the year. So let's talk about these seven uh, Korean superheroes. And of course, when will the comic series be released so any of us can check them out? Sure. Um, the seven Korean superheroes are Taeguki, <laughs> who is a powerful patriot with apparently a heart of gold. Uh, we also have White Fox, uh, which is a character based on the legend of Kumiho, or this nine-tailed fox. Oh. Uh, there's also K-pop star Luna Snow, uh, a mysterious sorceress named uh, Lady Bright. Mm. There's also a street brawling demigod named Mr. Enigma, uh, Living Totem, the general, and uh, an android, Gunnar 2. Now, the Tiger Division is a government-sanctioned superhuman a response team from South Korea. Uh, they were under the direct employment of the National Intelligence Service, and their leader was a white fox, mm. who is the alter ego of the character Amy Han. Mm. And uh, at the heart of the team is the patriotic hero, Taeguki. Mm. Now, the Korean superhero squad will take center stage in the solo series, Tiger Division, which is set to be released on November 3rd. I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that Marvel Comics is behind this. I think that's the most exciting part. I mean, we talk about inclusivity and largely mm-hmm. the North American market, and this seems like a big step forward. I mean, we're talking about representation, and yeah. I don't know, Taeguki sounds like a Korean version of Captain America. Sounds good. We need a patriotic <laughs> character, right? Yeah. All right? Who's writing the story of the Defenders of South Korea? I mean, I would imagine that they would should have a Korean background. Yeah, so her name is Emily Kim, and uh, she created the Korean-American spider hero, Silk. Mm -hmm. And uh, she recently said in an interview that as a lifelong fan of comics, she never thought she would get a chance to write for an all-Korean group. (laughs) And she added that hopefully it's not the last, Mm -hmm. and that there will be many more Tiger Division stories to come in the future. All right, sounds cool to me. Thank you so much, Erica, for today's coverage. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.